You ever see that movie Doctor Strange? Ah, it's very good. You know Love how he that. has that cape that helps him out? Yeah, the, the magical cape that has sentience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this magical cape, and every time he's in trouble, uh, this magical cape comes and helps him out because he's a good dude, and the cape likes what he's doing. That's awesome. Yeah, you can kind of do that for this show. What? You could be our magical cape? You could be our magical cape and help us keep the show going and help us grow the show. To find out how, go to patreon.com slash wehaveconcerns. Be our magical cape! like which one's better i'm like neither they're different yeah yeah, yeah. this is we have concerns <laughs> hi jeff canada hi anthony carboni hello concerned citizens Catherine tuck has branched out she's now uh, giving us articles on the facebook group the mighty on, eagle uh, she's uh, she's prolific she's in the email she's in the facebook she's above you in the skies she is she's <laughs> the mighty eagle the mighty uh she sent in this article uh this is fun this is fun one um, we've talked a lot about AI and how it is going to not only change the world from a, an analytical perspective, from a, from a, um, from a learning perspective, from what it's able to do in industry and business, but from a creative standpoint as well, creative yeah applications of artificial intelligence are on the horizon like that google thing that turns every image into dog faces dog faces do we want them yes can google give them to us it will do we need that in our lives probably not but guess what it's here it's happening get on board see where we disagree is on your third point probably not we do need we do need everything to be dog faces dog face everything well, hashtag dog face everything. <laughs> this is just the beginning. And there's been a lot of experimentation. I think we talked about music trying to create the ultimate pop hit, uh, you know, AI trying to synthesize all the music and create yeah. one perfect pop sensation. At this, very, at this very time last year, you and I were singing uh, America's new favorite Christmas carol. That's right. Which was written by an AI. Yes. And it was. It's beautiful. It's, it really caught on throughout the the whole season it's I think. not I, I hear it in the mall now <laughs> we have a new contender to the uh ai creativity throne and this is an article about how using predictive text has been <laughs> employed to create a new chapter for an a previously unwritten harry potter novel oh this is all very relevant to my interest right Jeff. we don't have any more harry potter novels J.K. Rowling refuses to write them. J.K. Rowling, of course, uh, lives now in an underground bunker yes. uh, where she puts increasingly bad takes on Twitter. <laughs> she used to have so many good takes and so many good burns and owns. Yeah. And now it's just getting a little weird, J.K. Rowling. Well, since she refuses to do it, of course, we're replacing her with robots. Great. I'll tell you what, text the, robots. Robot, the robot uh, Twitter account of me is better than my Twitter account. <laughs> that a, is, that a Carboni is true. underscore ebooks is better than a Carboni on Twitter. I'm sure this new JK Rowling will be equally well replaced on Twitter. <laughs> well, let me, uh, if, if, if I may, let uh, me read you a, a sampling. This well, is an entire chapter. Now, first of all, let's talk about methodology. Okay. Okay. How did this happen? What did they do? Because I've, I've seen other things like this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a, 
AI that was given a bunch of sci-fi movie scripts and then created a short sci-fi film. Uh-huh. I think that had uh, it had Thomas Middleditch in it. Right. I think it was College Humor that did it. They it might let, have been BuzzFeed. They let the AI cast it as well. Uh, yeah. The AI. The AI said, "Listen, I just <laughs> big Middleditch fan. I can't do this without Middleditch." <laughs> it and, was. Uh, it watched, studio, oh, it only the, watched Silicon Valley. The studio was like look, we don't think he's right. You know, we really want this to be a four quadrant film, a big summer release. And, and the AI, AI threatened was like, to walk. I'll, I'll walk. Yeah. Then the movie and doesn't get made. I would rather like, the how, movie not get made. How would you possibly walk? You have no corporeal form. And then the AI ran a simulation where it tried to figure out walking. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen that gift, but it's, it's also good where the AI tries to figure out how to walk. <laughs> yeah. So good. Um, so no, I know for that, they fed a bunch of sci-fi scripts into a computer that then just sort of like spit them out semantically. Uh, there was, there were a bunch of comedy writers who did the same thing where they loaded a predictive keyboard only with every script of scrubs right across every season of scrubs. <laughs> uh, and Zach Braff recently read part of that script on his Twitter. Oh my, it was very good. Um, that is exactly the methodology used here. That last one okay. where they, they used a predictive keyboard and you know how your predictive keyboard on your phone starts trying to figure out the words that you tend to say based on the things it's learned. So a lot of people that get upset when the word fuck is replaced with duck will just add a uh, a contact in their contact lists called fucking fucker fuck mm-hmm. because once the phone goes, oh, you know somebody by that name? Obviously, that's the word you're looking yeah. for. I'm not going to change it away from that. I type it so much that my phone eventually did just say, okay, it's fuck. There's that uh, too. But also my phone puts a lot of things in all caps. You guys, <laughs> you guys you. have never texted with me before, but Jeff knows. <laughs> yes. I go all caps quite a bit. Shocking. I'm sure everybody listening. Shocking that you, that you shout at me in text. I shout at everyone. It's a happy shouting. It's not always an angry shouting. Sometimes no. it's just very exciting. It's for emphasis. Emphasis on the correct syllable. Right. So that's what they did here. They, they put all seven of the Harry Potter novels into a predictive keyboards database and that's it like it didn't have any other input other than jk rowling's seven harry potter novels okay so it's only borrowing from those and then they use none the, of that fantastic beasts bullshit none of those screenplays no. none, none of that, that stuff that she wrote under a pseudonym none, none of that tales of beetle the bard none Hell of that no. shit we don't do that we're just shit. talking core canon shit core canon shit that's right, right here that's all it goes and and where my slytherin's at <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm a Hufflepuff. You fucking I think, be. I guess, I don't know. Ugh, I probably am. Don't, wouldn't you say I'm a Hufflepuff? Yes. Probably. I don't want to be. My wife's a Hufflepuff, too. Oh. No, it's Now I'm happier that I am. I stay married to her. <laughs> Isn't it weird that they literally have a device in their, in the process of matriculating students that says, these ones are going to be fuckers. These yeah. are evil children. No, not evil. But they're going to be a problem. Let's all put them in the same place so they can conspire with one another. That is bad planning. No, that is bad. Cunning, ambitious. Fuckers. They're all fuckers. We're going to put all the fuckers together and let one of the fuckers oversee them. Let me tell you what. Bad. You're in trouble. You want a fucking Slytherin for a friend. If I was a in Slytherin's gonna a Slytherin is gonna is gonna help you chop up that body and get rid of it. That's right. Slytherin is gonna it get probably killed the body in the first place and no, didn't tell me. You probably did it on accident. You feel real bad about it. Oh, I can't believe I killed it. Slytherin. Slytherin comes in and is like, we're gonna take care of this shit. <laughs> we are gonna take care of this shit. But if I if I was in charge yeah. of 
of Hogwarts. By the if way, I, this is our Harry Potter fan cast. You, you, you're welcome. Everybody who's <laughs> been writing us, requesting it, you're finally doing it. Happy 2017, everybody. Uh, we're really coming in hot <laughs> on Harry Potter. Potter. Everybody's talking about the Harry Potters this year. Uh, if I was in charge, yeah, the first thing I would do at Hogwarts is I would say, hey, okay, we can put all the Slytherings together. First of all, I wouldn't separate them by how let everybody no no forced segregation here at my hogwarts but if we want to stick to that tradition okay at least have a gryffindor oversee the slytherins <laughs> a slytherin oversee no the gryffindors never work let it let there be some sort of oversight where it doesn't become this territorial tribal bullshit Nah, we would eat that egotistical boy scout for lunch are you kidding you put, a, you put a fucking Gryffindor in charge. You're like, oh, I'm so great. I'm so wonderful. But I'm going to want to do the best for everyone. Fuck you. Mm. That guy would disappear into a painting within a week. <laughs> some stairs, some oh. stairs would shift, and that would be the last you'd see of that motherfucker. <laughs> these paintings got a lot more people in them ever yeah, since this do. new policy yeah, went into do. effect. I'm seeing a lot of maroon and gold in these fucking paintings lately. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Here is uh, just a bit of the chapter that was written by the predictive text, Harry Potter Did they enter? In, did they enter in a first word or did they go immediately? The, yeah. Okay, great. The. So here's the, here's the first few sentences. The castle grounds snarled with a wave of magically magnified wind. Oh, that's good. The sky outside was a great black ceiling which was full of blood. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it got dark real quick. No, I love this. The only sounds... Welcome to the Half-Blood Prince, am I right? The only sounds drifting from Hagrid's hut were the disdainful shrieks of his own furniture. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very good Harry Potter. This is good Rowling. This is good Rowling. Magic, colon. It was something that Harry Potter thought was very good. Yeah, he did. <laughs> That's exactly they what he nailed, thought. They nailed Harry's inner life. Ooh, this is good. Here we go. Paragraph two. Leathery sheets of rain lashed at Harry's ghost. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's Paragraph two, twist. he's dead already? Whoa. As he walked across... him. <laughs> As he walked across the grounds toward the castle, Ron was standing there and doing a kind of frenzied tap dance. Yeah, that sounds very Weasley. So Ron. That's very, that's very Ron. He saw Harry and immediately began... <laughs> I did not read ahead on this one. I should have. He saw Harry and immediately began to eat Hermione's family. <laughs> Whoa. Now, here's my question to you. Do we think that's really Ron? Or is it somebody, something what? pretending to be Ron? Is this, a, is this magic? Is it a dream? I hate to tell I'm you. I'm on the edge of my seat. I hate to tell you, but the next sentence may reveal all. Lay it the on me. The next sentence is the best. Ron, Ron's Ron shirt was yeah. just as bad as Ron himself. <laughs> oh, that's very Ron. Well, you know, here's the thing. Classic Ron shirt. There are so many Weasleys and they have like these middle class jobs, you know, and they're just, they're struggling to make ends meet. It's a lot of hand-me-downs. Ron's Ron shirts are always very bad. <laughs> oh, as bad as Ron himself. They're as bad as Ron is. This is good it's Harry so Potter. It's so good, right? I, I have some issues with Harry being a ghost. You know, yeah. Unless this turns out to be a dream or or some sort of a glamour or illusion, <laughs> that's the only thing I really take odds with right now. But it, I think if the story continues well, I'm willing to accept Harry as a ghost. Yeah. You know, if you can't, if you two can't clump happily, I'm going to get aggressive. Confessed the reasonable Hermione. 
What about Ron magic offered Ron? Oh God. <laughs> Let me tell you something about Ron magic. That is not what you need in a pinch. <laughs> Fucking Ron magic. This is a very good Harry Potter. It's pretty darn good. Yeah. I mean, what can we just have the computers do it from now on? I mean, what's it missing? Really? Uh, nothing. It's got, it holds together just as tightly as any other Harry Potter story. I mean, I'm into it. I think it goes a on bit, from there, man. It, it's this, a lot like the good. early books in that it's a lot of preamble, right? Like, so we saw Ron eating Hermione's family, but we're not really getting explanation of that. Yeah. And we haven't really met our main villain yet or, or our source of conflict. Well, are you ready? I'm going to skip ahead a bit. Yeah. Harry could tell that Voldemort was standing right behind Shit, Voldemort. Right bad. behind him. He felt a Where great, does this fit in the canon? <laughs> he felt a great overreaction. Harry tore his eyes from his head yes! and threw them into the forest. Okay, so he's definitely a ghost then. <laughs> but he's not just a ghost. He's like a, he's like a Beetlejuice ghost. This might be like Tim Burton's... We might finally have a Tim Burton Harry Potter. Voldemort raised his eyebrows at Harry, who could not see anything at the moment. Sure. Because <laughs> of the eyes. It's consistent. It is very consistent. It knows what it's written before. He threw, now, but I would think Harry threw his eyes into the forest so he could see what was going on in the forest. Seems like poor thought. You know, like... I mean, you can't tell. Magic is unpredictable. Magic is unpredictable. <laughs> Particularly when you're so young and just trying to learn your way. I'm going to say that this is somewhere in between year two and three. Maybe you're three and four. You think? Yeah, I'm going to say it's after, yeah, it's after Azkaban, but before Goblet of Fire. They do seem younger. Yeah. Written younger, you yeah. know? Yeah, I, I would agree with that placement. Uh, it really expands the universe in a really interesting way mm -hmm. and, and raises a lot of questions. People love the, those questions being raised. Yeah, I mean, once again, are we ever going to discuss Ron eating Hermione's family? <laughs> I don't think that anybody has. I mean, I know they're I know they're British and whatever, and like they they don't like conflict, but right. like eventually you've got to talk about it. I mean, that's I, I think I think that's a big it's a big thing to just be glossed over. It really is. I mean, I know because they're muggles, right? They're muggle. Hermione's family are muggles. Yeah, right? she's a half muggle. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that maybe that plays into that whole subplot. Yeah. That's tricky, man. And I mean, I know with Voldemort standing right there and Harry being eyeless, they have bigger things on their plate right now. But yeah. like, I would keep coming back to the fact that that dude ate my family. <laughs> like, that's all I'm saying. I think, it, I think it speaks to the power of friendship that Hermione, <laughs> that Hermione and Ron have forged over several books at They've this point. They've been through a lot. They've been through a lot. You can forgive. That's the big quality of friendship is that you're able to forgive someone eating your family yeah yeah and you know <laughs> and because it's earlier on in the canon hermione isn't as um confident and proud of of her mug her muggle heritage right. yet so she maybe, still feels a little i think shunned by them like she doesn't care that he ate her muggle family <laughs> you know like oh they're not they're just muggles yeah i don't know i don't know go on though oh okay um this is a very good harry potter this is this is really good okay here we go <laughs> voldemort you're a very bad and mean wizard, Harry savagely said. Yeah. Yeah. Hermione nodded encouragingly. Yeah. She's always been very good at, <laughs> at like, hyping them up, you know, and being in their corner. The tall Death Eater, yeah. who, by the way, I skipped over the part where they introduced the Death Eater. So just, it's just not coming out of nowhere. The Death yeah. Eater was there the whole time. Oh, okay. There's a Death Eater. I think we've... And, and we've, just skipped it over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, okay. You know, we're jumping around a little bit. Yeah. The tall Death Eater was wearing a shirt that said... Hermione has forgotten how to dance. Whoa. That is dark. That is some mean shit, man. The evil wizards do not mess around. Well, they get in your head and they find out. <laughs> to us, Hermione has forgotten how to dance. 
may not mean something, <laughs> right? But like deep in Hermione's oh, psyche, yeah, yeah. That's, that's psychological messing, warfare. Is what that with is. Her subconscious. So Hermione dipped his face in mud. Yeah. Yeah. Who's a mud blood now, motherfucker? Classic. Right. Classic. Ron threw a wand at Voldemort, and everyone applauded. I don't know. You want to keep that wand with you. <laughs> I think that's not the right that's use of a wand. That's such a Ron move. I mean, I get that they're applauding because they just want to encourage him to take any sort of decisive action. Yeah. But boy, that guy's always jumping in and doing, doing some ill-advised stuff. <laughs> Ron's the handsome one, muttered nope. Harry. Nope. As he reluctantly reached for his wand. They cast a spell or two, and jets of green light shot out of the Death Eater's heads. Ron flinched. I would too. Not so handsome now, thought Harry, as he dipped Hermione in hot sauce. (laughs) Now, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. (laughs) I think he was doing two two different things. Yeah, I like quipping on Ron and then dipping Hermione in hot sauce. Yeah, I like that he was like, he had a moment, he had a long dark tea time of the soul there where he's like, oh, Mm -hmm. Ron's the handsome one. (laughs) Not anymore. That's a bummer. And then he saw Ron flinch in fear and he was like, no, wait. Yeah. I'm the boy who lived. Can I I I, I can be the handsome boy. We can all be the handsome boy. Now, mom. the hot sauce. That, that's my big question is, <laughs> where in the seven books of canon that mm-hmm. this predictive text learned from was there hot sauce? Now, is the hot sauce some sort of magical artifact? Is it like uh, the hot sauce of a famous wizard? He's like a horcrux? Is hot a, sauce is, is a, a horcrux? horcrux? Uh, now, we know it's not one of Voldemort's horcruxes, is it but it could be a horcrux. Polyjuice hot sauce? Huh. I mean... Potentially, I think you're just naming Harry Potter things that trying, you're know. trying to f- fit in. You're you're just a lot like this in. AI. <laughs> I'm a lot. I do this show exactly like this AI. <laughs> I've been fed in very little information, and I just spit out anything that seems remotely applicable. That's how I do the show. In a way, we're all AIs writing a new <laughs> Harry Potter novel. I'll tell you what. Can I be? Can I be absolutely honest with you? Yes, please. Finally, this is still better than Cursed Child. Well, this I have is, not seen or heard, but... Ooh, I'll lend it to you, and you don't have to give it back. <laughs> that's not called lending. That's, uh, that's called getting... That's called making some, sh- some shelf space in my house by getting rid of a mediocre book. <laughs> oh, man, this is so good. That's great. And here's what's really interesting about this to me. This is not an advanced semantic learning language AI. This is not something no. that uh, that we're working on to create natural speech. This is predictive text. This is baseline consumer grade yeah. linguistic AI. Right. And it doesn't all make sense, but like it's funny when you're reading it because it does make enough sense. It is Harry Potter enough. Yeah. It does it does have enough of a logic to it. And that's pretty insane. It's extremely insane. Yeah. Because whenever I just hit the number one predictive text thing on mine, yeah. it tends to just start repeating words over and over. Right. Does it do that to you? Yeah, yeah like, totally. I mean, there, there clearly has to be some human intervention here. There's some human picking from a couple of different words to, to make it make sense. But how long until kids in school can just use predictive text to write their reports? It's weird, man. I, the first place my head went to is the... yeah. Well, that is very interesting. Let me put a pin in what I thought of. And that is very interesting because there are all these programs now that check for plagiarism in, in, in papers, but they check against previously turned in written papers. Right. Will there be a way 
for an AI to check against itself and be like, I wrote this. Yeah, I can tell right. this was me. Yeah, because it's not like because it's plagiarism. That, it's not lifting sections. It's literally constructing them anew. So it's a fresh thing, but it's ghostwritten by not the kid. Yeah, that's very... And, and how long until we can say, I want to read a novel that is... Uh, it's a sci-fi novel... And I want the tone of it to be kind of happy-ish. Right. And I want it to be 300 pages. Yeah. And Not long. And it, it feel like, uh, you know, Philip K. Dick novel or whatever. That's Amazing. nuts. Should we get to the, shot of the surprising conclusion real quick? Oh, yeah. I just wanted to say the first thing that I thought of, in oh, case yeah. anybody was wondering where that was going, was just the machine that writes pop songs in 1984. Right. That's the first thing I right. thought of. Right. Of course. For sure. Yeah. Man, he, he nailed it. Um, here's the shocking conclusion. We're the only people who matter. He's never going to get rid of us. Harry, Hermione, and Ron said in chorus. <gasps> oh, this is a darkest timeline oh, thing. Man. This is a, this is basically like a, uh, a Scott Snyder, Grant Morrison, dark multiverse take. You cannot get Harry rid of Potter. us. No. We are the ones who matter. Ooh. God damn. I love. I love the idea of some alternate timeline books where Ron, Harry, and Hermione are just like, oh, we're obviously smarter and more powerful yeah. and chosen. Oh, yeah. Let's This is the kingdom come of the Harry Ooh, Potter universe. That's good. Yeah. I like that it's set it up for a sequel. By the know? way, the title of this chapter, yeah. you could probably guess, The Handsome One. Mm. Who's the handsome one now? The handsome one. Yeah. This is a very good Harry Potter. Very I would Harry recommend Potter. this. Thank Harry you, AI. Potter. Thanks, AI. And did they say what predictive keyboard it was put into? Did they mention whether it was like a like an iOS keyboard or some sort of word processor? Or no, it's Botnik Studios. Did it? Okay. Yeah, a team of writers at Botnik Studios just used the software behind AutoCorrect. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it was probably it was either an iOS or an Android thing. Crazy. Or or it was the AutoCorrect that was in. Uh, Microsoft Word, but either way, either way, it's it's predictive text that we tend to think of as bad. And I think what's interesting is, whereas I have different tone and use different words and say different things to different people, right? yeah. So, like in my phone's predictive text, the way I talk to you is not the way that I talk to uh, maybe like my mom is not the way I talk to my wife is not the way I talk to somebody I work with, right? And so that predictive text is not as focused. Right. Whereas this was just super given, focused. Yeah. Super polished final drafts from one particular writer. Right. And it's interesting to see how much more cohesive it becomes when you limit that input. It's crazy. And I, and I guess this gives me now that I think about it this way, a better understanding of when like Google says we're training an AI. Yeah, yeah. Or Boston Dynamics says we're training the AI of this robot. Right. Now I understand it's like it's about giving it the right input and output. Right. It's just like a it's just like a kid. Just like a kid. They'll turn on you and mess destroy up your, you one day. Mess up your carpet. Ah, fucking kids. Fucking kids. I guess that's the lesson we learned is kids. Yeah. They're garbage. They're garbage. Don't write any books for them. <laughs> uh did what what did you all think about this uh this computer's attempt? to write a Harry Potter novel. Are you ready to buy the AI 
version of your favorite author? I'm ready for six more books. You can let us know how you feel by uh, uh, tweeting at us with your own words or with an auto-predicted yeah, tweet. that's fun. That's fun. And you can just hashtag those handsome one. <laughs> I'm at A. Carboni. I'm at Jeff Canada. And hey, uh, if you get a chance, head to iTunes or wherever you listen to fine podcasts and give us a five-star rating. Oh, yeah. That five-star rating super helps. We appreciate it. It doesn't matter what you write. No. It, just like the predictive text. doesn't yeah. matter what you write. It's going to ask you to write a review, but nobody reads them and they don't mean anything. So just let your predictive text write a review of this podcast. Yeah. And then make sure you say predictive text at the end so we know because it's going to be indistinguishable from a real review. I, I think so.